welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to yet another episode of Served Neat. Can you believe we are already 11 episodes deep? I am shooketh, as the youths say. I cannot believe time has gone by this fast. I have been loving this whole podcast thing. I enjoy creating the episode. I love recording it. I love talking to myself in my closet, alone, by myself. I am so excited to dive into today's episode, but before we do, let's take a second to talk about today's sponsor, Neat Marketing, The Mini Mind. Wait, hold on. You might be thinking, Jen, isn't isn't this your business? Yes, guys, I am self-sponsored. Deal with it. This is what happens when you are a starving artist. I mean, podcast host. Listen. If you are an early stage online business owner, you'll want to check out this group coaching program. It is a 12-week program that walks you through how to create an offer and launch it from start to finish. You will learn offer creation, launch strategies, content, email marketing, lead magnets, sales, and so much more. On top of all of that, you get an incredible, amazing coach, aka me, it's me, who oversees it all, and you also get a community of like-minded women to support you through the program. If you want to learn more, you'll want to check out the Neat Marketing Instagram. Oh, and by the way, here's your promo code for 100% off. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Maybe next time. Definitely not this time, though. Any hoosers, we are going to dive into today's episode, and we are talking about sales. How do you feel about selling? Do you feel yucky, sleazy? Are you lacking confidence in your sales skills? Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? I used to feel this way too. I wasn't always good at sales. (gasps) Are you shocked? You shouldn't be. I'm going to tell you guys a story. My first job out of college was in sales at a marketing agency and I sucked. I remember the first sales call I ever had, I was shaking in my Uggs. I was sweating. I was so nervous and anxious. I read off of a script the entire time. And when we got to the end of the sales call, the woman on the other end of the phone said, I know you're reading off of a script. I don't appreciate it. And I will not be buying from you. And she hung up the phone. I got hung up on in my first sales call ever. So it's okay to not be good at sales because guess what? Everybody has to start somewhere. You have to walk before you can run. Since then, I've gone through formal sales training. 
and I've learned a thing or two or five, and I've closed nearly $200,000 in sales alone this year. There are three main components of running a successful online business, branding, marketing, and sales. Branding will get your dream client's attention. Marketing will help them to stick around, but sales will make you money. If you have an online business, you need to sell regardless of how uncomfortable it feels. Practice really does make perfect. You will learn more by doing instead of just avoiding it altogether or just outsourcing it right off the bat. I want to let you in on a little secret. All of us ladies who grew our brands to six figures in our first year, we were not afraid to sell. So today is the day that we stop hiding behind Instagram and get in front of our dream client and start asking her for money. I'm going to give you guys my seven best sales secrets because we are approaching Christmas and you know, guys, I'm feeling a little bit generous. So for today's episode, I would love it if you could pull out your favorite notebook and a pencil or a pen, but you know, if you're going green and we're saving the earth, pull out your iPad and pull out your iPen or whatever the heck it's called. Unless you're driving, if you're driving, you know, maybe don't do that. Okay, without further ado, let's dive in. Number one, slow the heck down on your sales calls. After your prospect completes their sentence, I want you to count to three in your head. On sales calls, many of us get nervous. And what happens when we get nervous? We talk fast, we cut people off, so on and so forth. But when you force yourself to slow down by counting in your head before responding to your prospect, we sound calm, cool, and collected. It also gives your prospect a chance to finish her thought. Number two, find common ground with your prospect. You're going to want to do some internet stalking before your sales call. I recommend starting on social media. If we have to go to Google, that's fine. No need to go to the library to do your research. You can do it right on your computer. (laughs) Things to pay attention to. Are you from the same part of the country? Do you have the same professional background? Do you guys have the same type of dog? Literally anything in common will help your sales call. People will buy from you because of things that you have in common. I kid you not, I have had people buy from me because we both like bourbon, we both come from an agency background, or we both have lived in the same city. Prospects will also just straight up be impressed that you did your research on them. Number three is the 80-20 rule. Your prospect should be talking 80% of the call and you should be talking 20%. You are there to guide the conversation and make sure that she's a good fit for your offering, but if you are doing all the talking, she is not buying. But Jen, how are we going to get her to talk? Okay, not a problem. I'm going to teach you. You are going to get her talking by asking her questions that will uncover her goals and her struggles. Questions like, what are your goals for 2021? What sales and marketing efforts will you be implementing to reach these goals? Are there any roadblocks that are preventing you from reaching these goals? Start asking her really great questions to help her open up and get to know her better. Number four, repetition. Okay, I don't know why I'm singing. (laughs) Repetition lets your prospect know that you are paying attention to her 
and that you understand her. She feels understood. Everybody likes to feel understood. It also keeps you, the salesperson, engaged in the conversation. All too often, people listen to respond and not to understand. This technique forces you to truly understand your prospect and what she is going through. Now, let me make it clear. We are not going to repeat the exact words that our prospect is saying, but we are going to paraphrase it and make it our own. Here's an example for you guys. Prospect. One of my goals is to create a program that teaches basic sales, marketing, and onboarding strategies. I would like to launch it by the end of January. The program would be for social media managers, virtual assistants, and online business managers who are newer in their business and making less than about $3,000 a month in their business. And then here's what you'll say. It sounds like you are eager to create a high-ticket foundational program for service providers and you would like to launch this by the end of January, correct? Your prospect is going to say, exactly. And then you'll continue the conversation by saying, this is great. How would reaching this goal make you feel? Okay, I'm not going to get too carried away here, but you guys kind of get the point. We are paraphrasing. We are making it our own. We are making sure that our prospect feels understood and like we are listening to her. Number five, trigger objections. Do not hang up that phone without determining if there is anything that would hold your prospect back from moving forward with your offering. If they don't tell you on the phone, they'll create an objection after they hang up with you and you risk losing that sale. Here's how you're going to bring out an objection. First and foremost, go through your sales pitch. If she doesn't immediately jump into an objection herself, you'll need to ask, are you ready to move forward? Are you ready to move forward? 10 out of 10 times, this will bring up an objection from your prospect. She might say, it's too expensive, it's not the right time, I need to talk to my grandma's friend's cat, and then what you're going to do is walk her through that objection and come back to, now are you ready to move forward? You'll want to cover every single objection before you move forward with your sales call. Number six, create urgency. Why do we want to create urgency? Well, we want our prospect to take action. Urgency will shorten your sales cycle, aka you will get paid faster and who doesn't want to get paid faster. However, not all urgency is created equal. Urgency only works if it's the type of urgency that your prospect cares about the most. Here are some common types of urgency we can use as an online coach or service provider. We have FOMO, and if you guys don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. Things like there are only five spots left or the doors close on Friday can get your prospect to take action. The next type of urgency that I like to use is a bonus. So a bonus incentive like a one-on-one call or maybe additional Voxer support or Slack support. The other one is price. So saying something like the prices will go up next round to X amount. Here are some urgency best practices. You can determine which urgency your prospect cares about the most by asking really great qualifying questions. Has your prospect expressed concerns about pricing? If so, price becomes the urgency. Pricing will go up next round. Now, if your prospect doesn't care about pricing, if she's a millionaire, 
you letting her know that the price is increasing isn't going to move the needle. Urgency needs to come from a very genuine place. If you know you have 20 spots left in a program, do not tell your prospect you only have two spots left. She is going to see right through it. Do not lie to your prospects. It does not feel good. Last but not least, when it comes to urgency best practices, the more specific your urgency is, the more believable it is. Listen to the difference between these two examples. Example one, the price will go up next round. Example two, when I launch my program again in March, the price will come up to $5,500. Which one is more believable? The latter of the two because I got very specific. So make sure that when you are using urgency, you are being as specific as possible. Last but not least, number seven is tone of voice. If you're too quiet, it seems like you have confidence. If you're too loud, you come across as aggressive and nobody likes an aggressive salesperson. There's a happy medium between the two. It is also important to watch inflections in your voice. Using them at the right time is powerful, but using them at the wrong time will kill your sales call. If you don't know what inflections are, inflections are when your voice goes up in pitch. All right, let's check out these two examples. The first example, I use inflections wrong. You'll notice that my voice goes up at the end of the sentence, and we want to avoid that because when you have an inflection at the end of your sentence, it makes it sound like a question instead of a statement. The second example, I use inflections at the right points in the sentence, and it makes me sound more confident. So let's get into it. Example one, my brand new offer is 12 weeks long, includes a Slack channel for support, and it's just $3,000. That was overly exaggerated, but I kid you not, I have listened to enough sales pitches to have experienced that more than enough times. Example number two, my brand new offer is 12 weeks long, includes a Slack channel for support, and is just $3,000. Which one sounds more believable? Which one sounds more confident? the latter of the two because I used inflections at the right points. My voice came up when I said 12 weeks. My voice came up when I said Slack channel. I put an extra emphasis on the things that were important. Now, I know the first one was super exaggerated, but like I said before, I have heard enough sales pitches in my lifetime to know that there are plenty of people out there who do speak like that, especially when it comes to talking about their pricing. So watch your tone. It's really important to not be too quiet, not too loud. We want a happy medium. And we also want to make sure we are using inflections the right way. Let's not turn our pitches into questions. So guys, I'm going to go ahead and repeat it for you. For the people in the back, tip number one is to slow down on your sales calls. Don't forget to breathe. Count to three in your head, of course. Do not count out loud. Your prospect might worry about you. Number two, find common ground. Three, pay attention to the 80-20 rule. Four, repetition. Five, we want to trigger objections. Six, create urgency. And seven, tone of voice. Those are my top seven secret sales tips. Well, they're not really a secret anymore because now you guys know them. If you love these and you want to dive more into the world of sales and marketing for your online coaching business, you guys will want to check out the Neat Marketing Mini Mind. We cover so much. Like I mentioned in the sponsored ad, we cover offer creation, pricing, launch strategy, sales, marketing, onboarding, and so much more. Literally everything you need in order to make money in your business and attract your dream clients. 
If you have questions or you want to learn more about the program, check out neat.marketing on Instagram. Send me a DM. The doors to this cohort will close on Sunday, December 20th, and we kick off the program the first week of January. That is it for today's episode. I hope you guys learned a thing or two about sales. If you guys really enjoyed today's episode, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag me, neat.marketing. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. I'll see you guys on next week's episode of Served Neat.